This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast that tackles issues related to your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell, and it's that time of year known as open enrollment when many Americans are given the opportunity to choose or change their health insurance plan for the coming year. Peter Jackson, Community Outreach Coordinator for MidMichigan Medical Center West Branch, has some tips for us that can help make that task a little less confusing. One of Pete's roles at MidMichigan is to help patients who don't have insurance understand their options and get enrolled in coverage. Health Dose asked Peter, what is the health insurance marketplace and how does it operate? The health insurance marketplace is a place where people can go and take a look at possible options of insurance for themselves. You can go online to the healthcare.gov website and it'll take you into the marketplace. There's options of actually going in there and you can see your plans and prices before you even pick one or even enroll in it to give them all your information. Mm-hmm. Normally, there's like in this area, there's roughly 27 different plans that you have to pick from. And also, if you're between the age of 19 and 29, there's actually 30 because there's some three catastrophic plans that are available t- if you're in that age bracket. The marketplace is set up to where it's it's income-driven, it's age-driven, family-size-driven. So if a 25-year-old goes into the marketplace and looks at an insurance plan and it costs so much money, say $290 is what the actual cost of that plan is, but a 59-year-old goes in and takes a look at that plan, that plan is now $800. Same exact plan, same thing. Deductibles are different. The uh, out-of-pocket maxes are different. Co-pays are different. If you make $25,000 or if you make $50,000, it makes a huge difference on mm-hmm. what it is for. There's options. The marketplace comes in basically four categories, bronze, silver, gold, and then the catastrophic. So your bronze plans are low premium, high deductible. So you could have a very low premium and your deductible could be $6,000. Most of them are in that range. But again, the out-of-pocket max is usually somewhere in that area. A silver plan, depending on what your income is, there's some better options, depending on family size. But I'm saying as a single person, I think if you're under like $28,000 a year, you qualify for what they call extra benefits through a silver plan to where the co-pays are lower, the deductibles are lower. With a silver plan, your premium is going to be a little bit higher than your bronze plan is. But again, your deductibles will be lower and your out-of-pocket max will be lower and your co-pays you could qualify for extra help in that. Again, that just depends on income, family size. The other is a gold. Gold is basically what they call the Cadillac of plans. They cover about 80 to 90% of your needs. The deductibles are even lower. Your premiums are much higher and your out-of-pocket maxes are usually a little bit lower. So with a silver plan, your deductible might be say $2,500. A gold plan, that deductible might be $600. Right. Okay. So that's kind of the real big thing between those as far as what's going on. And then a catastrophic, there's like three catastrophic plans. Again, they're very high deductible. They're even higher than the bronze plans, but it's just a low cost plan for younger people to get into and if they need to. They do offer, most of them offer what they call a wellness check and also for women mammograms. And make sure with mammograms, it's screening, not diagnostic, because they will cover screening, but a diagnostic is different. It, it won't be covered, you know, free of charge. For instance, if somebody's in really good health, if they want to insure themselves against a car accident or unforeseen heart attack or something like that, that catastrophic would, would cover those things? Well, as long as you're between the age of 19 and 29. Right. Yes. But again, it, it's a very high deductible. Explain to me again the difference between an HMO and a PPO. So an HMO is a smaller network basically insurance plans, you have to be referred 
to specialists. You have to get more authorizations to get things done. Your prescriptions a lot of time have to have authorizations more than what a PPO does. A PPO is a network of physicians that work in that group. So the network is a lot larger. You can usually don't have as much problem staying in that work as far as getting the services needed. And one of the things you want to be careful of is say if you take an HMO plan and you see your physician, your physician sent you to a specialist that you had to see, but your specialist was out of network. So that visit was $400 to see that specialist. That does not come off your deductible if you've seen out of network. So that money is just $400 that you spent to see that specialist. So you want to really be careful to make sure that whoever you see, try to make sure they're in your network so that it comes off your deductible, it comes off your out-of-pocket max. How do you navigate people through this process? It's tough. You've got to sit down with them and find out. You're looking at, I usually spend about 45 minutes minimum with a person going through the marketplace because there's so much you got to go through. You've got to know their income. You've got to know how many people, what their needs are prescription-wise. They could have a big pharmacy, a lot of prescriptions. you got to go through and look and make sure that their pres- prescriptions are covered in that plan that they're looking at. Physicians, you got to make sure their physicians are in-network. There's in-network and there's out-of-network. Most of your HMO plans, there's no out-of-network other than emergency room. So you've got to really look at HMO compared to PPO. Many of our listeners get their insurance through their employer and are given an em- enrollment guide with a couple of options. What are some tips for comparing and understanding what those options are and how that's going to affect my financial situation and my health situation in the coming year? Take a look at the big picture. What's going on with your health, your family size, your family's health. That employer might have this great looking plan at this low cost, but your deductible may be $10,000. The higher plan may cost you a lot more money, but that deductible could possibly be a lot more less where that's going to get your coverage. Some deductibles you got to watch because everything follows the deductible, even some prescriptions. So the big thing with that is what you want to do is you want to take the plans, take all three plans, set them side by side. If it's on a piece of paper, pull them apart, whatever you can do, and look at the co-pays, look at the deductible, look at your premium, look at your final cost. What's it going to cost me for a year for this plan? But you know what? I'm 55 years old. Well, something happens. Maybe I better look at this plan. Maybe I'm 19 years old and really don't care, and this plan's okay. But you've really got to look at the big picture. But that 19-year-old gets in a hunting accident or anything like that, that light plan might not do what it wants either. So you've got to really kind of take a look at the whole picture, compare everything all the way down, prescription, deductible, out-of-pocket max. That more expensive plan might have an out-of-pocket max that's a lot lower than the other ones where if you hit that out-of-pocket max, again, your copays could be taken care of for the rest of that year your plan is good for. What are some of the most common pitfalls or areas of confusion for patients? Basically, I think it's coverage. I think people don't understand the difference between the deductibles and the coverages and where they're and what's in their networks. They might pick that great low price plan because everything looks good, it covers. And if they don't look at what doctors are covered in that plan, they might not have a physician in their area to go to. Mm-hmm. So that becomes a big problem. Prescriptions, if they're on high maintenance prescriptions where they fall in different tiers, your plan might say, okay, your generics are this much, your brand is this much, specialty drugs are this much. But then when you actually get right in and look at the tiers, it might be more than what it says because they fall in different tiers or they might be a a med that is not covered at all in your plan. What are plan restrictions and how do you explain that to someone? Plan restrictions are... If you look at your plan, you'll make sure there is no restrictions. If there are restrictions, it could be as far as 
again, network out of network. That's that's one of the big things. Some plans are based on even employer plans might even look good. We're from this area and my employer's from this area and I got this plan, but all of a sudden you look in and you, there's no doctors or anything that's covered on this plan in this area, so you have to travel. Right. So you got to really look at in-network, out-of-network, what's available to you in the area. We hear about HMOs, PPOs, high deductible plans. What are the different types of plans that are available and how do you help guide people through those options? So I have, as a certified application counselor, I have to be careful. I can't sway a person into taking any type of insurance. And that's why I try to recommend is I, what I will do is I'll sit with them so they can see the monitor and everything that we're doing. I'll compare, I'll have each plan, I'll have plans set side by side and we'll show them every plan, what it looks like first. We'll find out what their need is. And then we'll go through and we'll take three plans and set them side by side. And we can look and say, okay, here's your pharmacy cost. This is what it's going to cost for this script for your generic prescription. Wait a minute, is this one covered? Okay, so we need to go back and look at the summary of benefits and see what's in there and, or look at the pharmacy formula to see if those are covered. Again, then it comes to affordability. A lot of, a lot of things with people is affordability. Mm-hmm. If you're low income, say you're above Medicaid income and you're in a lower side of the marketplace, you can get a really good plan for a very low price. But when you get up into the mid or upper incomes, your tax credit isn't so much. So now you're looking at maybe paying five or $600 a month for a plan. So a lot of times it's affordability. When this all started, I don't think they put aside an extra car payment or a house payment when they come through and said you had to have insurance. Right. And that's kind of what a lot of times it stemmed down to. Up in Ogemaw County, we get a lot of people that need help in that area. So it's, it's like trying to sit down and figure out, okay, what can we you know, fit into your budget. Because there's known things. If I'm on maintenance medication, I know what I'm going to need, but you always have to be prepared for the unexpected. Absolutely. And that unexpected is not just a change in your health or an accident, but it also could be you're self-employed and you had a good year. Absolutely. If you're self-employed, one of the big things I always recommend to people are self-employed Keep an eye on what your adjusted gross is going to look like after your expenses. Kind of keep an eye on that. See what you're making. If it's looking like you're going to make more money, go in and see a certified application counselor. You can go online or go on and do it yourself. If you go to the healthcare.gov, you can even call the marketplace and they can help you through the process. But you might want to change that income to make sure you don't get bit by it at the end of the year. Sometimes there's also the possibility that maybe you're not making that much money as a self-employed person this year and things are really down and you're running, it's like, hey, I'm, I can't afford this bill. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Again, contact them. Let's look at the insurance. Maybe we can adjust the insur- the other way, the income the other way. If it looks like you're going to make 25000 instead of 40000 it's a big difference in what's premiums. And you can change that as a life change event mm-hmm. anytime during the year. It's called a special enrollment. So in summary, what are some key things that a patient should look for when choosing a plan? Key things is make sure it works for you. You need to make sure your your prescriptions that are needed are going to be covered. You need to make sure it's affordable. It's a, it's a long, really, list of everything. You can't just sit down and do it in 10 minutes. You've got to look everything over to make sure that plan is going to cover what you think you need for that year and your family as far as your family goes. You want to make sure your provider's in network. That's the big thing when you're picking a plan. As far as your premium deductible's not a pocket, make sure you look at that plan. Make sure that that high deductible plan that that lower premium plan that you are looking at is really going to save you money. You might look at a a lower deductible plan with a higher premium, but in the long run, save money Mm -hmm. as far as what your needs 
are. Mm -hmm. So really take a look at that. Look at those out-of-pocket maxes. A lot of people don't realize that out-of-pocket max sometimes is all you have to pay out of your pocket in network and could actually have full health coverage for the rest of that year at no cost, basically, other than your premiums. So there's a lot of benefits of having that lower out-of-pocket max and deductible. Type of plans. If you go with a PPO, make sure that PPO organization is in the area you work with, that you live in, so you don't have to travel. Same with your HMOs. Make sure that everything's in network, because if you're not in network, it's going to cost you a lot of money any way you look at it. Mm-hmm. What happens if you are away from home? That's another interesting thing. A lot of people go to Florida in the wintertime. I don't see hardly any HMOs that have out-of-network coverage other than emergency room. Say you have some chest pain and they send you to the emergency room. Oh, you're going to get admitted. You're going to be in the hospital for three or four days, whatever it takes. Your emergency room is covered, but your hospital Hospital stay stay. is out-of-network. So then you have no coverage for hospital stay. So you want to make sure you look at that. Where were the PPO, you have out-of-network coverage. Some of them might be 60%. 40%, 70%. It might not be quite as good as your in-network prices are, but you have some coverage. So very big thing. If you travel, you might want to make sure you look at a PPO to make sure you get the coverage you need. Actually, I mean, there are a lot of options. You can go online. You can call the healthcare.gov web people. They can help you at the marketplace. I really highly recommend seeing a certified application counselor or a navigator because they know their way around. My, I myself have been in it since the beginning it started, so I've been working with it now for since 2013. So I try to know my way around things so I can help people look at what's best for them. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're going to get your best bonus out of working with a certified application counselor. You can look at insurance agents. If you've got an insurance agent you like to work with, they can do it for you. So just make sure you get the help you need. My office is in West Branch at the Medical Arts Center with MidMichigan Medical Center, West Branch. There are also, I believe, two or three here in Midland. So if you don't know where to contact a marketplace certified application counselor or a navigator, you can check your local hospital, check your local physician's offices. They will probably be able to get you hooked up with one and tell you who to get a hold of. That is MidMichigan Medical Center, West Branch's Community Outreach Coordinator, Peter Jackson. If you'd like more information related to health insurance, you can go to midmichigan.org slash insurance dash help. If you have health concerns, the best place to start is your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, go to midmichigan.org slash doctors. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Thanks for listening. Come back again soon for another edition of Health Dose.